に上がら関係ねえ<笑> Shall we begin? Into his coming I can do this all day Tear down this wall Languages have flavor to me because new language to me is like tasting a new wine were words of great J.R.R. Tolkien he loved words he loved a very essence of written character and its structure as long time philo- philologist he went from reconstructing unrecorded old german language to the very act of inventing one throughout daily life we take words for granted and language is a simple tool of communicating but through his works and life tolkien reminded us of the importance and the way of the word written or spoken had on us then and will always have Sulad Melon or hello everyone hello my friends on Sindarin oh and Luca how ya doing uh, I'm doing great excellent uh, as a matter of fact uh, very excited to speak about some languages and reconstruct the words and its meanings with the works of uh, Mr. Tolkien I believe Tolkien it's very interesting like that uh, man like Tolkien was such a fan of he was a fan of words like it's almost weird for me to say because like you said in that intro like we we take words and, and language for granted like it's something obviously we are communicating every day and uh we are <laughs> we're cool with it you know uh, we take it really for granted but uh he was really like studying him and his works before and you know during the research for this episode like Uh, I found him and listened to him speak about certain languages like uh, Welsh and Finnish, which is quite remarkable because he was like he was speaking about them not as these these tools for communication, but as these real like real I don't know things that connect us uh, in certain way, like a bridge between humans. And uh, he spoke about a beauty of of words they possess and and how they sound. It, it was really It was really you know different kind of experience for me to hear someone being so passionate about uh, uh languages and uh, just the general like things that w- when I used to learn about these things in school they were boring to me but listening to this about now reconstructing those things and how languages are complicating and uh in in terms essence of our own culture is truly magnificent Yeah and you mentioned that he he was into this old uh, English old German languages also he he can be considered to be the old Norse uh, professional in the expert in this field and his poem you know he he didn't just study these languages he was uh, r- writing on them and he has a few poems on English on uh, languages that he invented like elvish languages Quenya and Sindarin that are most used in his middle earth works but uh, there's also a poem called Bagma Bloma I believe it's called that way it's flower of the trees and it it might be the first original work written in the gothic language in over a millennium and you know and when you hear over a millennium it's so long period that nobody has used this language and you, and you just ask yourself why and you know uh yeah I agree but it, it, it's Like listen, Tolkien's works, especially Hobbit and Lord of the Rings and Silmarillion, like you these works have been studied by fans, reconstructed, uh analyzed, themed fucked, I don't know, like everything. 
like you can go on the internet and you can find thousands of YouTube videos, thousands of literary works, all on the, the thematics and explanations of of his works, uh, works on the, on the Hobbit and uh, Lord of the Rings especially. And it's quite marvelous that we can still talk about it and like it doesn't get it doesn't get stale because it's so interesting. Like it's so broad in in in, in that terms. So, and like you said, that uh, writing that uh, poem in Gothic uh, languages, uh, I think like he said in one video, short video that I watched, uh, he said like uh, which is very interesting. Uh, it's something I do which interests me in, in that manner, he said, like, interests me, I'm interested in new languages, even inventing and writing new languages when he was speaking about uh, Elvish language. Uh, but I'm not, I don't want people to be overly obsessed about it. Like, And he said in his accent, like, I don't want to sit in bars speaking Elvish with chaps. And uh, it's quite, it's ironic because you have literally, like, you have, clubs on the internet and in real life and, and forums and yearly conventions with people coming down uh, everybody knows like elvish languages and they dissecting and they write poems in it and even getting married uh, by in the elvish it's crazy you know so it was quite interesting to hear him like uh, that he didn't want the people to be sort of overanalyzing it but but it turned out to be something else completely. Yeah, well, new language hasn't been formed in the ages except Esperanto. And, you know, it's fun for people to, to use it like in like new form. Of course, the Elvish languages will never be used as the official form of communication, I believe. And to shame that Tolkien wasn't alive to see how much English has changed since the day he was a professor on Oxford and as his students said, he could turn a lecture room into a mid-hall. That's a fan fact for you all. And, you know, what would he say if he just got up from his grave and here are the yacht, us, how we talk, he would go back immediately, you know. Uh, yeah, but, but, but uh, one thing that's quite interesting to me and uh, on the previous note like I said <laughs> clubs and everything uh, like a fandom of Tolkien's work so to speak like um, I read The Hobbit I read The Lord of the Rings uh, but I don't uh, I think I'm not like genius on it I'm not like analyst on I it know who is. Uh, yeah I don't I don't, uh, because when I see go on the internet like I see these people that are scholars, they have PhD works in in fucking like uh, Hobbit Middle Earth. Like even though I read them, I feel like I feel like I'm an, an educated, you know. And uh, every time I go on the internet, I see some new facts, some new work uh, about extensive work of Tolkien, and I'm I'm like, yeah, but I I just read two books, you know, and I like them. <laughs> so whatever I speak, whenever I speak about the Lord or the Hobbit. I always say, like, take it easy on me, because I don't know all the connections with everything with Sumerlian and uh, with every Elvish family and what every word in every language means. So uh, it's quite crazy how he he created this world, and it started with languages, which we're going to talk about, but created this world that people are even today so obsessed about. 
Well, regarding the Telvish bloodlines and everything, it's complicated, but you'll know in a few months or so when I make you read the Silmarillion. <laughs> and reading these uh, Tolkien works, you know, I'm a huge fan of Tolkien. I- I've read a lot of books from Tolkien, and I'm really enjoying it. It's it's unparalleled world building in any of uh, books that anyone can create. Even the Game of Thrones, the Harry Potter, and uh, similar books to the, uh, Narnia, uh, similar books to the Middle Earth franchise. But, you know, they don't have what the Tolkien has. You know, it's so, uh, it has history, it has geography, it has its freaking language. And, uh, but, you know, I, I'm reading it, but I, I never bothered too much about uh, understanding that Sindarin or Quenya language and everything. I just read it like some word and then I, I swap the page to see what it means and it was that. Yeah, but uh, that's what I was talking about. Like when I say, uh, when I say this guy said in the movie something on Elvish and some, some I don't know, someone's going to come to me and, well, that's not exactly Elvish. That's the language of this fucker that this race use. And, you know, I'm like, I'm not that complicated. <laughs> uh, but the, the quite... The, the the most phenomenal facts of all is, and you're going to correct me if I'm wrong on this, he, uh, did he create Elvish language before he even started uh, uh, writing Lord of the Rings or, or Hobbit? Uh, did he, uh, in essence, create a language before he started to build this world? Uh, was it that that I read? Did I read it correct? Hey, you read it correct, and you said earlier he, he started creating his own words when he was a teen, and he has these uh, notebooks of his diaries where he would just put some uh, random stuff, you know. And when when he died, there was so much of his work that was uh, unfinished, uh, unfinished tales. So it's called of Tolkien. And uh, Christopher later took his works and, and he tried to to replicate them, to finish them, and most of them he did, but there. There's so much of these papers that are unorganized, uh, unknown to anyone except the Tolkien. And, you know, know, now when Christopher is gone, I doubt that we will have anything so much groundbreaking except the rip-offs of the uh, current uh, works, you know. And yes, there's this uh, popular uh, meme, uh, this motherfucker first created the language and felt like he needs a book for it, the world. And yes, that's true. And now when, you know, I'm trying to write some fantasy book, you know, and I'm uh, non uh, nonstop. Uh, I'm searching for new ideas, how to invent the words for places, for people, for races, uh, for uh, random things in this universe, you know, and I just go through Latin, Greek, or some languages, even our native language, Montenegrin, and try to mix it up on some ways, but still be recognizable. And I just think in few times. So I wish if Tolkien was here to to give me advice or to, uh, yeah, quite quite a complicated job. But uh, uh, it, it looks to me like I seen him on the YouTube like uh, write the 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 Elvish, uh, which reminded me. And maybe I'm completely wrong on this. Uh, it, it reminded me personally when he writes it. It looks like sort of Arabic. Uh, from, uh, you know, sort of like writing from from Arab language. Kind of reminds me that maybe I'm completely wrong, and there is some, perhaps Tolkien scholar to say, like this is not it. But 
just kind of want to throw that in there. But I found an interesting quote, and this is what I was uh, talking about. Uh, the invention of languages is the foundation. The stories were made rather to provide the world for the languages than the reverse. To me, a name comes first and the story follows. And that kind of connects to that what we were speaking. Like, first created a language. Like, he was like, no, I, I can't write a story <laughs> before I actually... And how many authors can do that, honestly? And how many authors w will bother even to say like, no, 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 how can I be honest? <laughs> with this world building when I don't even have them speaking different language than English or whatever, you know, so quite amazing. Yeah, I believe that the first language that Tolkien invented by himself was actually called Natharin, and I don't know how it spells, uh, pronounced correctly. And uh, you mentioned that it seems like Arabic. When you see this inscription or the in the on the one ring and uh, this media uh, in this in the media of Tolkien language it's always this uh, fine art these lines like calligraphy you know yeah. and this uh, often the dots are on the letters are changed with the stars if you have noticed that you know and uh, Tolkien was also fan of the Norse uh, uh, mythology and everything and uh, I think also when you see the runes and everything it has a little bit of it you know that uh, famous J.R.R. Tolkien logo of R, J and two R's it, it looks like and T it looks like rune yeah that, that's an interesting I haven't thought about it that way um, no, but in the works like uh, not to mention other works besides the, the, the Middle Earth universe but uh, uh, when we're thinking about uh, The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings, uh, you know, uh, one funny meme that I came uh, across, uh, there was that language of dwarves, I don't know exactly how it's called, something starting with K, I, I can't pronounce it correctly in English probably, uh, so I'm not going to say it, but there was like, uh, there was like a quote from the, the, the Lord of the Rings, yeah, they have their own language, but they are keeping it uh, secret, and somebody on the Reddit wrote like, uh, he didn't have enough uh, time in his life to create another one <laughs> so it's quite interesting uh, uh, but it, it's crazy that he didn't even I listened to an interview he did with BBC and he said like I didn't even finish Helvish well like, <laughs> it's crazy you know how complicated it is to write a fucking language we are evolving our language for millenniums and this fucker writes it during his lifetime not clearly finishes it but writes it Amazing. Yeah, that secret and private language of the divorce was called Kustul. Uh, yeah, and uh, the, again, you, you have languages that form through centuries, even millenniums. Still now. Yeah, to, to this day, you know. That's why they say Latin is the dead language. Like, not, not because nobody speaks it, but because it ended its formation, it ended its evolution. A and when you think about it, Languages always evolve, and it takes, like I said, centuries, millenniums. And here comes this guy, and he says, like, give me some years, like a decade, two, and I'm going to I'm gonna write it like a language, and not some, throw some words. Like, you have, you've seen it in the other uh, uh, pop culture. Like, you see fictional languages, so to speak. But they're always, like, 
making some gibberish, which is fine, of course. Like, who has the time to create a fucking language again? But if you have, like, they create some words and some gibberish, and, you know, they go they go with it, uh, with the flow. But but this is, like, it has grammar rules, rules it has, like, a word for everything. It has its, it has its even uh, origin from a language like other languages have, you know. It's kind of crazy when you think it's so complex. Yeah, and when you see it in the other uh, movies, in other medias, it's always just a sentence or two. For example, uh, DC Comics, uh, for their magic words, they just uh, spell it backwards, you know, for the spells. Yeah, and uh, for Tolkien, when you see... It's also some sign of the respect when the fans today they took those, those uh, grammar rules you said that he invented the, the, this vocabulary and everything and, and they are continuing his legacy you know what he fin- he didn't finish these forums and clubs will yeah and I respect I respect the hustle you know like it, he he takes a certain love and a passion for something yeah, to good hobby yeah like to to be to follow this same book and, and research it like f- for decades it's, it's amazing but the, uh, one thing that also interests me like i think i don't i'm not sure uh on this but is there like uh i think maybe from did star trek create uh, that language klingon. yeah klingon i'm not huge on star trek but i think it's it's uh, maybe it's uh, that language is also like in better form of other, but I don't, I don't know on top of my head any other languages that are with that kind of passion and work uh, done in the fiction. Uh, honestly, do you, do you know any, or is that it? Well, Sindarin, Kuzdo, Quenya, like Street of Mordor, and yeah, I, I just can't think of Klingon, and that's just because of the uh, the Big Bang Theory, because Leonard and Sheldon would use it often, you know, and he and his contest to find a girl and the Klingon, but but it uh, sounds badass. It sounds really yeah, bad. yeah. And I think may, because maybe even Klingon is more popular than Sindarin and Quenya, yeah. you know. Uh, but uh, for me, ah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know from the you know fandoms that I follow, but perhaps there is something. Uh, but what I want to talk about as well is. Sorry for interrupting, but you know what would be good opportunity when Tolkien was in war. You know he was he was in he was a soldier. If he just uh, has given the draft of his uh, language to the uh, military leaders, his time like this, the code language, we would win that war pretty early. Uh, and what I want to talk about is as well, like, uh, and I'm gonna throw a controversial one out there. Uh, I'm a fan of Hobbit. Hobbit is uh, a much better book in my. I enjoy it much better than, than Lord of the Rings, for example. And uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, I, I enjoy it as well. But uh, you know, one thing that I always was a problem for me reading them because I'm that kind of a reader. Tolkien's way of storytelling uh, in language, not just the language, not like now we're speaking language like Elvish. No, just the language he tells the story. You know. Um, I never could uh, I liked it in the way of storytelling but when he uses dialogue between characters I honestly needed a lot of time to to sort of like get used to it and to this day I, I it's still I don't like it because like it's over the top it's like a kind of theatrical 
but uh, to some point, it is an epic story, and I understand why it is being used. But I could, it always slowed down things for me. Uh, do, do you have that feeling? I know you're a huge fan. What do you think about the relation between dialogue and, and uh, storytelling? Does that use of that kind of language suits you? Because to me, it doesn't suit very well. Yeah, you know, what could be said with the hey man for talking is strangers of distant lands, friends of old, welcome. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's the equivalent. And, but, you know, yeah, it can be difficult because, uh, with that manner of speaking, of writing uh, sometimes. Ex- especially because you read that books uh, translated into our language and maybe the translator wasn't that good. Maybe on English, English it's more fluent, more natural and everything, you know. And uh, when you read that book, for me, this is for me, when I read the sentences like that, and, you know, it, it gives out the vibe of that time to yeah. be Zelu because, you know, you imagine these people would actually say that and not, and not some other variant, like, for example, I started this uh, of the Hey Man. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know... Uh, yeah, it's sometimes complicated, but it just gives birth to this uh, to this storytelling, uh, to ideas you have in head. Uh, yeah, and I think I think that uh, also comes from his uh, his love for the fairy tales. You know that kind of uh, speaking and everything, because you know there's that uh, scene in the, in the Lord where uh, Aragorn and the, the uh, you know, Gimli and Legolas, they meet with the uh, Rohan riders, you know. And they, like, every fucker there is like, yeah, I'm Aragorn, son of this, and this is Gimli, son of this, and this is Legolas, this, and until everybody introduces, I, I'm already like, oh my god. <laughs> uh, but again, that's, I think, I found that in the fairy tale, like, uh, inspiration, which Tolkien fairly used, you know, um, there's that, like, kind of over the top theatrical thing and as you said translated to our language is much different uh, but, but I got used to it it's just in the telling of the story I like it much better like when uh, Aragorn tells the story of Beren and Luthien uh, in the Lord first book I like it there like I like how the story goes when he tells it and how battles he tells battles how they go but just in the dialogue that's kind of off yeah do you know where it gets complicated because Tolkien he uh, he loves this way of speaking where he introduced a lot of characters. And his books, especially Silmarillion, has a lot of characters, a lot of places, a lot of connections between them of all. And all are similar. And, you know, when he constantly uh, says things like this, son of this, son of that, son of that, you know, it gets into your head easier. But like you said, in the dialogue, it's... It it doesn't go smoothly, but for the storytelling, it's the uh, for in my opinion the best way to storytell the fantasy book is that way. And you talked about uh, the, the it's too theatrical, you know. But you know, if you ask his students, uh, they will say that he was actually a drama queen. He loved oh, he loved the dramatics. Uh, yeah, but listening to him speak, he very. Uh, I heard somewhere the fact I'm not. 100% sure on this, didn't confirm it, but someone wrote on the internet that um, uh, Ian McKellen based uh, his Gandalf's way of speaking on the way Tolkien spe- spoke. And I could see that because when he speaks, as a not, perhaps this is easier for the native speakers of English, 
Like when he speaks, I can understand about 60-70%. Some words I kind of miss because he, he had a very interesting dialect and the way of speaking. But it kind of, it sounded very sophisticated, which matches that image of this philologist that was just a, a master of word and penning them, you know. Well, for the end, I believe we would fail his exam. Yeah, 100%. Uh, uh, I was never good with words anyway. I mean, I mean, I'm good with speaking, but not in eloquent way, you know, sophisticated and too much cursing. So, uh, But uh, I would take the course uh, from Mr. Tolkien as well, 100%. We stay genuine, uncensored and unscripted, and we always will, as we have to order our usual. Share us, subscribe us, and stay tuned until the next Wednesday. Iguzo!